0: Yes. Okay. Members of the Commission, you ready? All right. So this is the Planning Commission and I want to say good afternoon to everyone. Uh, this is the regular meeting of the Planning Commission's uh, hearing uh, for the day of November 2nd and we're happy to see you here. So therefore, the meeting is called to order. I'd like for a roll call to Happen at this point. Penix, here.
1: Mims, Cheek, here. Kern, here. Claire, here. Carlson, here. And Howard, present. Thank you. And now I will read a
0: document (laughs) that must be read. This meeting is being conducted in person at the Old Jail Auditorium, 514 West Liberty Street, as well as by live video teleconference in accordance with Kentucky revised statute chapter 61 members of the public were informed of the option of viewing and participating virtually or in person. Public notice has been provided and materials have been available for review by the public. The following rules are in place for today's meeting. Please silence all cell phones. Please be courteous and respectful to the commission and your fellow citizens. Agendas and staff reports are located near the entry of the auditorium or on LouisvilleLegistar.com. For participating virtually, chat messages are not part of the record and not monitored by all members. Please refrain from sending messages to the panel. If you have any questions or if you would like to speak, you may send messages to the host. Today's proceedings are being recorded. Anyone wishing to address the commission must do so from the podium or virtually. All speakers are asked to state their name and address, including zip code for the record before being sworn in and making any statements. During a person's time to speak, he or she may ask questions of any prior speaker or government employee present who has reviewed the case. Each speaker must remain available for questioning otherwise his or her testimony will not be considered. Please note, chat messages to the host, panel, or anyone else in the meeting are not considered testimony and will not be considered or addressed. If you plan on speaking, please fill out a speaker's form as soon as possible. Those participating virtually must submit an online speaker's form or notify the host or case manager in advance. Priority shall be given to speaker cards in the order that they are received. Only those who have completed the speaker's form will be allowed to speak. Each agenda item will proceed as follows. Staff will have five minutes to present a brief summary of each case, including a description of the proposal and, uh, and an outline of the most important issues. The staff report was provided to the commission members in advance of today's hearing. Copies of the staff report have been available online. We will not read the staff report into the record. However, the staff report for each case on the agenda is hereby incorporated into the official record of this hearing. Next, the applicant or representative may make a statement in support of the application being considered by the Planning Commission. Other persons in support of the application will then be heard. The applicant's representative and other persons in favor of the application will have a total of no more than 20 minutes for their remarks thereafter. Those in opposition to the application have a total of no more than 25 minutes to be heard. Finally, the applicant or representative may have 5 minutes for rebuttal. The planning commission's roll call and voting on each case will occur in business session held immediately after the conclusion of testimony related to the the case. Any statements related to the cases must be made during the public hearing portion of the hearing. Thank you. Now I need to swear in the staff. Thank you. You will each provide your name and address when you come to the podium. Do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give to the Planning Commission is the truth? Thank you very much. Now, for the agenda, we are are to have approval of minutes for October the 19, 2023 Planning Commission minutes. Uh, if there are no corrections or anyone may have to make comments regarding corrections. I'm ready for a motion with that statement.
2: Madam chairman, I move approval of the October 19th, 2023 planning commission meeting minutes. Second, it's been properly moved and seconded
0: to approve the October 19 2023 planning commission minutes questions on the motion.
1: Hearing none roll call, please Blair. abstain. This strong yes Kern yes Cheek yes Penix yes Mims yes Carlson yes and Howard yes Thank you
0: Thank you The minutes are approved We now have a business session item which is the 2024 Planning Commission
1: calendar All right The uh, we sent out the uh, draft 2024 Planning Commission meeting calendar to everyone uh, And uh, if there are no proposed changes then we would just ask that you adopt that calendar. Okay.
0: Uh, do Can I get a motion to adopt the ca- the twenty twenty four Planning Commission calendar as stated by Mr. Uh, Brian Davis,
2: Madam Chairman? I move approval of the twenty twenty four Planning Commission calendar, and I guess that would include the uh, meetings and all the committee meetings and.
1: Uh, right, yeah, for Planning Commission DRC and LD and
2: Thank you. Yeah. Hey, okay, do I get a second?
0: Second. Thank you. It's been properly moved and seconded to approve the 2024 Planning Commission calendar, which includes the commission hearings and all the uh, committee meetings that are also going to be on that calendar. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none. Roll call vote, please. Phoenix, yes.
1: Mims, yes. Yes. Cheek, yes. Kern, yes. Claire, yes. Sistrunk, yes. Carlson, yes. Howard,
0: yes. Thank you. And number two on the business session item agenda is a two-year waiver at 7504 Preston Street. And this is a request to waive a two-year waiting period to refile a zoning application after denial. Madam Chair? Yes.
3: I am recusing myself on this. I had been uh, asked by a client to reach out to these property owners about their property, so I'm recusing myself.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. Um, and instead of Dante St. Germain, the case manager is Jay Luckett. Jay, you need to give name, address, and zip.
4: Jay Luckett, Office of Planning Staff, 434 South 5th Street, 40202. No uh, so case number for this, but it is a request for a waiver, a two year um, filing waiver at 7504 Preston Highway. Go to the next slide. Um, so, the Applicant is requesting to file a new zoning change request on a site that has been. A uh, request denied in the last 2 years, and so these are this is the rules uh, and how they're written. So uh, no application for change zoning can be accepted within 2 years of commission action on an application or substantially the same tractor property unless the commission finds either the following. So, uh, substantial land use economic or social changes affecting the property of current in the interim or the new application differs significantly from the original application and for the purpose of this policy it differing significantly is different land use or any other difference that the planning commission finds to constitute a significant change from the original application you know the next slide uh, the case of 22 zone 0115 which was recommended to be denied by this body in may and was denied by metro council in august 10 2023 uh, the applicant is um, proposing to request so they The request that was denied was a request to zone to OTF for a hotel development. Uh, The new proposal is a zoning change to R6 for multifamily development. And so it's up to the board to determine if that change is different enough to grant that waiver.
5: Since this is in
0: business session, uh, do we have anybody had concerns or want to ask questions? Um, among the
5: members.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, Then we need to just make a motion then to either approve the waiver or deny the waiver request.
2: Chief Carlson. Chief Carlson Uh, My two cents is that a hotel and an apartment building are very similar uses and I just cannot find how this meets that significant difference thing. Uh, You know, it's basically a place where people go to sleep and, you know, whether you pay the rent on a monthly basis or a daily basis is uh, very different. It's, you know, same imposition I would think on the neighbors that we got a lot of uh, feedback from when the zoning cases come forth, so I have trouble with. Uh, moving this
6: forward.
0: Anyone else want to speak on that?
6: Well, I, I respectfully disagree with chief, but um, a lot of times we see I'm very much the same, but in this particular case, it seems to me this this is one is a different zoning request. It's not an OTF, another OTF request. It's an R6 request. And I think there's a, a considerable difference in my limited experience between an apartment uh, development that has to operate under Uniform Residential Landlord Tenant Acts uh, as opposed to short term rental, even the agencies that are involved in it. I mean, um, Motels are inspected by the health department Uh, apartments are uh, inspected by code enforcement. And uh, so it's just a different in my mind, a different sort of thing. Uh, And so I'm inclined to say, yeah, I'd say bring it back.
5: Within the 2 year requirement. Any
0: other comments?
7: Madam Chair, I I agree. I think with with Commissioner Mims, it's a commercial use versus a a multifamily residential use. So I think it is quite different. I'm not going to prejudge whether it's good or bad, but it is very different than a hotel use. So, And it's very different from a commercial use. So um, I think it's different enough that it meets um, the differing land use uh, definition.
0: Okay. I guess whoever makes the motion, probably, if, if we're saying that we need to waive it, you probably have to use one of those items um, on the screen to uh, make that statement to, to, to uh, I guess, approve the waiver request. Is that what? what yeah. Okay. Do you all understand what I'm saying? Okay. In order to n- not deny, one of those statements will have to be included in your motion.
6: I'm ready to make a motion. You may do so. Okay. Uh, in the case of, um, uh, 7504, Preston highway uh, to waive the two year waiting period for refiling the zoning case. Uh, I recommend we approve that waiver and I make the recommendation based on it. the, The new proposition being significantly different in terms of. Not only the zoning request, but also the land use uh, that is being proposed under the, under the new plan. And I do that based on what we heard today. Second. Okay, it's been properly moved and seconded to.
0: Approve the waiver request for the 2 year waiting period. Are there any questions on the motion?
1: Hearing none roll call vote, please Claire. Yes. Carlson? No. Kern? Yes. Penix? Yes. Sistrunk. Yes. Mims? Yes. And Howard? Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you. The waiver request has been approved to uh allow the applicant to refile the zoning application. Okay. Uh now we're ready for the public hearing. The first item on the Public hearing agenda is 23 zone zero one zero four. And this is a request to change the zoning from R5 single family to OR1 office residential with a dist- district development plan with binding elements, variances, and waivers. Um Jay, you have already been sworn in. You may proceed
4: when ready. All right. This is 23 zone 0104 located at 106 Linden Lane. Go to the next slide. Uh well, you just missed one. <laughs> there you got the change in zoning proposed from R5 to OR1. Uh, variance of the Linden Land Development Code, section 532 to permit the minimum front setback to be five feet instead of 10 feet. Uh, and a waiver of Linden LDC section 1024 to permit existing structures and existing and proposed pavement to encroach into the 15-foot property perimeter landscape buffer area, as well as a detailed district development plan with binding elements. So the applicant is proposing to convert an existing residential home to a professional office. Uh, it's just over a quarter acres in the city of Linden in the neighborhood form district. Uh, the preliminary plan has been approved by transportation planning and MSD. Here's the site. It is just off of Shelbyville Road on Linden Lane. And so you can see here this is the zoning. Uh, there is an area of OR zones and most of the a lot of those are converted residential structures along Shelbyville Road and a little bit extending up London Lane across the street from the site. And then you have a mix of commercial other parts of Shelbyville Road as you head to the west. Go on the next slide. Here's the subject site. Uh yeah, there you can see the existing structures on site that are to remain. Here is the uh development or the proposed development plan. Uh essentially it would be uh adding one ADA parking space in the front and that combined with the required right of way dedication is the source of that variance request it's essentially a variance to let that ada space be within five feet instead of ten feet it wouldn't be you couldn't fit it otherwise um and then the waiver request is along the uh side i guess the plan side right uh essentially they are using the existing driveway um expanding it a bit to make it more for the commercial use and uh you know but the house the Garage in the back, as well as the driveway, uh, would all be within that 15-foot property perimeter area. They are proposing a a screening fence along that side. Next slide. Um, This is the uh, existing home. And go through these pictures. Here's uh, a subject site similar to other houses in the area. Here's uh, across the street uh, is another. This is an office. Uh, development across the street, uh, other office facing Shelbyville Road next door, and then this is the uh, home next door to this proposal site. Um, staff does find the proposed zoning district generally conforms land use and development policies. Uh, plan 2040 would allow neighborhood scale office use as well as a variety of housing options and types and that the variance waiver and detailed district plan are adequately justified. And your proposed actions would be a recommendation to the City of Linden on everything except for the variance, which you have final authority on.
0: Okay, thank you. You'll have questions of Jay.
4: If
5: it doesn't appear so, then I will call for Charles. Podgurski.
8: afternoon. Charles CRP and associate.
0: Hold on. I need to swear you in 1st. Okay. Do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give to the planning commission is the truth?
8: Best to my knowledge. Yes,
0: thank you. And now I need your address. We got your name
8: 7321. New LaGrange road, Suite 111 Louisville, Kentucky four zero two two two. Thank you uh, as uh, Jay explained that we been here a couple of times already, and as far as the uh issues we had previously was uh parking and we worked on it a couple of times and uh we tried to get more no parking that was requested, and we couldn't do it because m s d wouldn't we couldn't get the drainage working so they basically we went back to square one and we uh Adopted the 1st f- the layout that we had, and this is what we basically are. Presenting to you, and hopefully that you'll approve that. I'm here to get this approved and hopefully uh, if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer.
6: Okay, thank you members. Do you have questions of Mr. Just a couple. Um... You're going to pave the driveway and so forth. I mean, it's uh, so, so basically it's a revamping of what in essence is a gravel driveway and you're putting in that that, yeah, uh, that little parking space. Um, so, you've we've got Metro approval, but I uh, did you have any interaction with the St. Matthews city engineer? Or was there any input from there? I know it's a state road, but you know, at the end of the day, they got to approve the zoning too.
8: They reviewed our drawings, and uh, we had that neighborhood meeting. The mayor came over, and we showed him what we were doing, and he was basically in favor of everything that we were asking for.
6: Okay, good. Thank you. Other questions?
5: The, yes,
2: Commissioner Carlson. If this is in London, where where does St. Matthews come in?
6: I've goofed up. I was thinking about the uh St. Matthews, Matthews. engineer also being a London engineer. Oh, okay. All right.
2: So, that makes most sense. Yeah. No. And I think he
0: used to, didn't he? Years ago.
6: Uh there yeah, it's it's Birch. I mean, yeah, right. It's both London yeah. and St. That's Matthews.
0: What I thought. and I, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are there any other questions? Okay. I don't have anyone else signed. You may sit down, uh, Thank you. Mr. Pardersk. I don't have anyone else signed up for this case. Uh, anyone online? No? Okay. Then uh, I don't think anyone here in the uh, courtroom for this case. So therefore, the public hearing is closed. Uh, we're now uh, in deliberation. To act on case number 23, Zone 0104, for the change in zoning from R5 single family to OR1 office residential. Um, Are there any
2: comments
0: that need to be made? Or if not, then we're ready for a motion.
2: Um, I should say comments
0: or concerns.
2: If there are no comments, I'm prepared to make a motion. Please do so. Uh, Madam Chairman, in regard to case 23, zone 0104, I move that we recommend the Louisville Council, I'm sorry, the Linden, uh, City of Linden, change the zoning from R5 to OR1 for the property located at 106 Linden Lane. And I will base that on the staff report and the testimony we've heard. And that we adopt the staff's analysis as the justification.
0: Second. Okay, thank you. It's been properly moved and seconded to approve the zoning uh, change in zoning for 23 zone 0104. Are there any questions on the motion?
1: Hearing none roll call vote. Kern. Yes. Cheek. Yes. Mims. Yes. Penix. Yes. Claire. Yes. Sistrunk, yes. Carlson. Yes, Howard. Yes, thank you. And the waivers okay.
2: and variances are we approving or recommending to Linden. So, the, so the
9: variance, we are approving and the waiver we are recommending.
2: Okay. Uh, Madam chairman for case 23 zone 0104. I move that we approve a variance of the Linden land development code section 5.3.2 to permit the minimum front setback to be 5 feet instead of the required 10 feet. I will base that on the staff report and the testimony we've heard today, and then we adopt the staff's analysis for the justification of the variance. Second.
0: Thank you. It's been properly moved and seconded to recommend to the, uh, no, 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 to approve the variance uh, as stated by the motioner and seconded. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none, roll call vote, please. Claire?
1: Yes. Penix? Yes. Mims? Yes. Cheek? Yes. Kern? Yes. Sistrunk? Yes. Carlson? Yes. Howard? Yes. Thank you.
2: And then for 23 Zone 0104, I move that we recommend the City of Linden approve a waiver of the Linden Land Development Code section 10.2.4 to permit existing structures as well as existing and proposed. Payment to encroach into the 15 foot property perimeter landscape buffer area. I will base that on the staff report, the testimony that we have heard, and that uh, the City of Linden used the staff analysis as the justification for the waiver. Second.
0: Thank you. It's been properly moved and seconded to recommend to the City of Linden to approve the waiver as stated. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none. Roll call
1: vote. Thought you were getting ready to say something. <laughs> Penix? Yes. Mims. Yes. Cheek. Yes. Kern. Claire. Yes. Sistrunk. Yes. Carlson. Yes. And Howard. Yes. Thank you.
0: And now the detailed district development plan with the binding elements.
2: And then for twenty-three zone zero one zero four. I moved that the city of Linden approved the detailed district development plan with the binding elements that are shown on pages 16 and 17. The staff report, and I will base that motion on the staff report and the testimony that we have heard today.
0: Second. Thank you. It's been properly moved and seconded to approve the detailed district development plan with binding elements as stated. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none
1: roll call vote, please. Yes. Cheek. Yes. Mims. Yes. Phoenix. Yes. Player. Sistrunk, yes. Carlson. Yes. And Howard. Yes. Thank you.
0: Everything has been approved for that uh, case, Mr. Podgursky. Der- Next item on the agenda is 23 Zone 0107. This is a change in zoning from PRO Plan Research Office to PEC Planned Employment Center with a district development plan with mining elements and waivers for 3560 Bashford Avenue. Jay, you've already been sworn in. You may begin when ready.
4: Right. As you said, 23 zone 0107 located at 3560 Bashford Avenue. Uh, They request a change in zoning from PRO Planned Research Office to PEC Planned Employment Center. Uh, There's also a waiver from land development code section 1024B8 to allow existing pavement and structures to encroach into the 15-foot PEC property perimeter buffer and a waiver from 56B1 to permit a building to have animating features along less than 60% of the length of the facade facing Bashford Avenue, as well as a detailed district development plan with binding elements. Uh, The proposal is an expansion of an existing contractor shop with outdoor storage. Uh, It is a little over two acres in the suburban workplace form district, and it will maintain existing access from Bashford Avenue. Transportation planning and MSD have approved the preliminary development plan. Go you the know, next slide. Um, so here is the site context. It's in the uh, West Mutual area. Next one. At, uh, so essentially right here at the intersection of Bashford Avenue and Shepherdsville Road. So you can see the subject site. It is basically surrounded by PEC all behind it. A little bit PRO still down to the south of ways. You got M1 across Bashford Avenue. Uh, and then you have a variety of zoning districts on the other side of Shepherdsville Road. Uh, so there's a big mix of zoning in this area and uses. Here's the subject site. Uh, here's the uh, pro- proposed development plan, essentially um, extending the warehouse storage structure into the area, which is currently outdoor storage, and then adding some new parking. Uh, my understanding is that that's mostly uh, secured parking for like fleet vehicles. I think the applicant can give you a little more details about that Um, and then they are proposing a landscape buffer area on the north side of that parking area. I think the applicant's got some um, pictures and photos to give you a better idea of of the type of uh, screening that they're proposing uh, evergreen screening. They're proposing to screen that with similar to what's existing on site. They do have an existing evergreen hedgerow um, along their current storage space that uh, is pretty effective. You go to the next slide. And this is what the property looks like right now um and so the the waiver for the facade essentially they're going to be continuing this facade to picture right to match the existing um that it doesn't have windows though and because it's loading docks the other option that's usually available for um industrial sites is to plant trees within fifteen foot of the building so that's kind of can't really achieve that in a loading dock area, so they've asked for that waiver um, and proposing screening closer to the street to help mitigate that and go to the next slide. Here's the current subject site this is from shepherdsville road. And here's the, some of the adjacent sites across the street. You got uh, this is other adjacent sites here. Um, so other adjacent sites across bashford Avenue. So you can see a lot of similar types of use in the area. There's some other Jason sites on Bashford Avenue, more, more office type of use there. Got a mix of industrial and in office uses in the area as well some in residential. But uh, step does propose find the proposed district re- generally conforms land use policies of plan 2040. Uh, would allow the expansion of an existing use within an established industrial and commercial activity center, and the waivers and district development plan are adequately justified. Um this is very Required actions a recommendation to the local Metro Council approve or deny the zoning, and uh, you have uh, final action on the waivers and the detailed district development plan. Thank you. Questions?
0: Commissioner Carlson?
2: Even though this is in West Beachville, I take it that West Beachville doesn't have zoning authority. No, and I don't even think they
4: have streets in their name, really. Uh, I'm not sure what. Yeah, I've been, it's all Metro for this, though.
5: Yeah.
4: And I think I want to mention there I did in my binding elements. I mentioned a, um. A screening exhibit, uh, the applicant is going to show um, that exhibit within their presentation.
5: I don't have anything else though. So Okay, I don't have any speaker form for anyone, so
4: is it maybe may he might have put one on he has two cases. I think okay. it's Nick, so might be one out. Oh it's
0: it's you, Mr. Pregliasco. Yeah. I'll look at your Oh yes, I'm sorry. He does have it on here. And that means I'll have to check it off on the oh. first form.
10: Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, and uh Nick Pregliasco, Barton Rupert Talbot and Roberts, one thousand North Hurstburn Parkway, Louisville, Kentucky, 40223, and I'll uh
0: do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give to the planning commission is the truth? I do. Thank I do. you. Please.
10: Yeah. Um, I'll go through a, a, I'll say, a quick PowerPoint presentation because this is a case uh, that uh, when the applicant originally contacted us, we had uh, originally thought it would be a non-conforming case because the the use has been there for some time. In particular, the question related to outdoor storage, which has been there for quite a while. Uh, we did determine that they were. Proposing to change the outdoor storage some, and, and part of that would be moving what's currently outdoor storage inside into a building, and then also changing the layout somewhat. Uh, so we determined that we did need to go through a rezoning because you you can't alter or expand a nonconforming case or nonconforming rights. Uh, but this is one that um, we did have a neighborhood meeting. There were five people that attended. Uh, three of the five were. Representatives from West mutual, as mentioned uh, from their, their counsel, and uh, they acknowledged they were fully supportive of this uh, proposal as well. We didn't have any concerns raised and everybody at the neighborhood meeting was supportive uh, with it. If you go to the next image, I'll show. um, This is the logic zoning map, Uh, the area that this site is in. It's almost a, uh, it's not really a square rectangle. It's kind of. Trapezoid, but that area was all PRO, uh, planned research office. Uh, Honestly, I've never had a case where we had planned research office. It's a zoning district that we just don't run across very often. The reason I think it's important is the other, all the sections of that that were rezoned or in our crosshatch there, they're all, we're all rezoned to PEC. So the Point being is uh, in this area that was all PRO, the majority has now been rezoned to PEC, and that's exactly what, what we're requesting here as well. If you go to the next image, here's just an, an aerial image. Again, shows the location on, in relation to Shepherdsville Road. You can see Ike's Land on the far left and Bashford Avenue there, so right at the corner of Bashford and Shepherdsville Road. And if you'll go to the following image, uh, I've got some site. Pictures. This is one looking directly at the building uh, on the right. There, I'll, you can see a hedge of arborvitae uh, that is what currently screens their their storage, and we're again proposing to to do the same thing with the addition. I've got a better picture in addition a little bit later, but uh, uh, this is a direct image into the site. And if you go to the next picture, it would be uh, looking down. This is, sorry, this is across the street, so this would be directly across Bashford Avenue. If you go to the following image, then this would be, I guess, looking west down Bashford with the site to the left. And then if you look, go to the next image, it'd be the opposite direction. I think um, so. This would be looking towards Shepherdsville Road. Again, just for context purposes, you provide we go one more image. I'll then show uh, the site from Shepherdsville. So this would be from from Shepherdsville Road. Go to the next slide. Uh, this is the. Uh, a little bit more of a zoomed in this is just to explain what what Jay had before, but the, uh, uh We do have a uh, binding element number 5 it's in the staff report is that the you know, addition that would be on the right hand side would match the style and design of the existing facade and that this just shows that existing facade there. If you go to the. Next picture, this would be just well, 1 more from a corner. This would be kind of from the corner of shepherdsville road. Uh, and uh, Bachelor Avenue. This is the area where there will be a new pedestrian connection from the existing parking lot to that corner uh, that will be added uh, you know, for um, kind of a, a better access into the building, so to say. If you go to the uh, next picture. So here's the aerial, more of a zoomed in, the area that the current uh, storage. Is is the bottom left here uh, that is the adjacent to the outdoor storage on the neighboring properties uh, as as well. Um, and that's where it's going to remain, it, but we have a, the new area that is being added will be all fully screened. If you go to the next image, I'll show kind of the, uh. So, here's the proposed development plan, uh, overlaid on an aerial, uh, the part on the of this the darker brown is the new proposed building that's the part that is currently outdoor storage that would be converted to indoor storage Um, and if you go to the next image i'll show me a zoomed in picture a little bit better so um, this is the proposed development plan Um, it shows that shows the proposed building that's the outdoor storage that would now become indoor storage and then the top left there would be new proposed parking the next plan, if you go to the following picture, this kind of, there's a lot to it, I, I really just, so I could explain all the proposed uh, changes in that. But the main thing is, is the top left is the new parking. Um, so that would be for, uh, as Jay mentioned, there would be company trucks, these are electrical contractors, so they would be uh, what the electricians you know use when they go out, if it's an F-150 or a van or things of that nature. But that parking is for those, uh, Vehicles, the company, you know, vehicles, uh, as well as potentially employees who would be getting into the vehicles, uh, but not for customer parking. The customer parking would be where it is today. And that's closer to the the building. Um, but this shows where the storage would be both kind of around that new proposed building. And then, um, the very top, you can see where it says proposed evergreen bushes uh, binding element number 6 uh, they currently have their. They're outdoor storage screened by uh, not only the existing trees but also they I think they're green giant ar- arbavides but they're the the type of shrubs that grow very tall and broad uh, and those would be uh, what's proposed and and where it is uh, so the idea being is is we would be with the new outdoor storage be screening not only the new parking but also the outdoor storage as well from Bashford and Am- Bashford Avenue. And then you can also see on the, on the right there, we have additional, um, you know, uh, landscaping and shrubs that would be on that side of the parking as well, um, kind of with that. If you go to the next picture, I think it's just the shows the, this is what the current, uh, you know, shrubs that I was just mentioning. These are the ones that we would plant in front of that new parking area again to help screen that. Uh, so it would be The screening would be provided closer to the street to screen not only the outdoor storage but also the parking as well. If you go to the next image, I think it's just another shot, just kind of shows the shows the street trees and then that what I was just mentioning to the back there. You go to the following one, it's our, I believe, our development plan. Um, and with that, I'm here to take any questions. Uh Kathy Lenares with Mindell Scott is here to the extent there are technical questions on the plan. She can help answer those. Uh, but again, this is just an existing business who's looking to change their outdoor storage area. I say change because part of it would become indoor storage and, and change the location.
0: Questions? Mr. Carlson.
2: Uh, any idea how close the nearest residential uses
10: it would, if you go back to the logic, yeah, it would be a cross. I think so directly across shepherdsville road. I think those are not zoned residentially, but they would be a residential use. Uh, I believe if you go back to the logic, those are actually I think something different than residential, but, but it's, that would be the closest residential use. One more image, if you don't mind. So, the properties across the street would be zoned OTF and zoned CM, but those are currently, I think, used residentially. As single family residences.
2: Okay, thank you.
6: Uh, 1 point of, um. Trying to clarify the waiver that uh, that waiver would have been necessary if you were not doing anything on this property. I mean, it's that, that encroachment for the buffer area uh, already exists does it not right okay so we're just expanding on what already is there at this point right okay thank you
0: any other questions yes and
7: Uh, and so the the outdoor storage today is non-conforming Correct. Correct. And so under the rezoning to PEC, then the outdoor storage would be conforming. And with the waiver, the entire site would then come into conformity. Correct.
10: Correct. The PRO, the Planned Research Office, doesn't have any component for outdoor storage. Where PEC, then it would be a permitted, permitted use. Okay.
7: Thank you.
5: Other questions?
0: Okay. I don't have anyone else to speak on this case. Anyone online? Nope. OK. Then uh, the public hearing is closed. And we have actions to take. And the first being the uh, change in zoning from PRO, Plan Re- Research Office District to the PEC, Planned Employment Center. And we don't have to recommend this to the city of West Mutual because they're not one of our recognized cities for zoning.
5: <laughs>
2: Chief? The only thing that I'm just going through my mind and just thinking about potentials, you know, could could this become like an outdoor or a landscape contractor shop where they uh you know, have machines that create mulch and everything like that, or if they were to go to that type of operation, would they have to come in for some further
4: re, further review?
0: I think that would have to be answered by the staff.
4: Um, I mean, so I mean, a landscape contractor would be the same use as an electrical contractor. I mean, if they wanted to do site changes and building changes, then they would definitely have to come back for a a revised detailed development plan. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because where I'm coming from, if if they were to, somebody else buys them out and they wanted to do a a landscape work and then mulch up a bunch of trees and spend that whole day, that might be kind of a nuisance to the people in the residential areas close by.
4: Yeah. uh, So, like, if they were. You know, adding areas that were not currently delineated as storage. So, like right, you know, they'd be limited to you to the outdoor storage, the areas that were shown and approved as outdoor storage. So, if they had any kind of operations that started using other parts of the site for that kind of use, then that would be something that would have to be looked at again. That that makes me more comfortable. I'm good. Thank you.
0: Other questions? If not,
2: and no concerns, then we're ready for a motion. Madam Chairman, in case 23 zone 0107, I move that we recommend the Louisville Metro Council change the zoning from PRO plan research office district to planned employment center or PEC for a property located at 3560 Bashford Avenue and I will base it on the staff report and the testimony that we've heard today and that we adopt the staff's analysis. As the justification for the rezoning.
7: Second. Thank you.
0: It's been properly moved and seconded to change the zoning from PRO to PEC as noted. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none, roll
1: call vote, please. Ms. Yes. Kern? Yes. Cheek? Yes. Mims? Yes. Phoenix? Yes. Claire? Yes. Carlson? Yes. Jackson Howard? Yes. Thank you.
0: And, and now right. the waivers and they. But they both can be taken at the same
2: time. I move that we, in case 23 zone 0107 approve waiver number one, which is a waiver from land development code 10.2.4 point B point eight to allow the existing pavement and structures to encroach into the 15 foot PEC property perimeter buffer and waiver number two from. Land Development Code Section 5.6.b.1 to permit the building to have animating features along less than 60% of the length of the facade facing Bashford Avenue. And I will base that on the staff report and testimony we've heard today and adopt the staff's analysis for the justification for those waivers.
7: Second. Thank you.
2: It's been properly moved and seconded to approve.
0: Waiver one and waiver two as stated. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none, roll call vote please.
1: Yes. Bims. Yes. Cheek?
0: Yes. Kern? Yes. Sistrunk. Yes. Claire? Yes.
1: Carlson? Yes. And Howard? Yes. Thank you. Now,
0: detailed district development plan with binding elements.
2: And for 23 Zone 0107, I move we approve the Detailed District Development Plan with the binding elements shown in the staff report on page 16 and 17. And I'll base that on the staff report and the testimony we've heard today.
0: Second. Thank you. It's been properly moved and seconded to approve the Detailed District Development Plan with binding elements as stated. And I think we recommend that's also the. No, we don't. Okay. Then. I'm getting confused these days. <laughs> okay, we're ready for a
1: motion. Kern. Yes. Cheek. Yes. Mims. Yes. Penix. Yes. Claire. Yes. Cisdrunk. Yes. Carlson. Yes. And Howard. Yes. Thank you.
0: Uh, all of the uh, requests for this case has been approved. Thank you. Next item on the agenda is 23 Zone 0113 for the uh, change in zoning from OR1 to C2 with detailed district development plan and binding
4: elements. Um, Let's see. Oh, Dante's not. Okay. Jay, you're up again. Yeah, Again, presenting on behalf of Dante. Uh, 23 Zone 0113, located 6604 Bargetown Road. And the request of the change in zoning from OR1 to C two commercial, as well as a revised detailed district development plan with binding elements. Uh, proposed the site is currently developed with a commercial office structure, and there's no new construction proposed. Uh, they want to use the site for an auto sales use, including uh, adding delineating some of the existing pavement as outdoor sales and display area. Uh, so here's the subject site. You can see it's O R one. There is a long Interesting piece of property that's linked to an R five A development far behind the site, which I'm not sure how that property line ended up there, but they are providing the buffer required against that. Uh, and otherwise, the site com- is all surrounded by C one and C two. So here's the aerial. You can see um, other commercial uses along the area. Go to the next slide. So well, here's the uh, Athens development plan. So they're proposing to add a dumpster and delineating some of the existing pavement as uh outdoor split display. Uh but other than that there's no changes to the sign or to the site. Um uh, they will be providing the required uh landscape buffer adjacent to the residential zoning in the rear and the required uh VUA in the front. You know, next slide. Here's the subject site right now. There and some other site photos in the area, a variety of, uh, non residential uses along the stretch of barstown road. And there is some the, right behind the site, there's. It's like an open space lot that is associated with this uh, patio home community, but it is significantly set back from the site um, and there's trees and woods there as well. Uh, go to the next slide. Um, Staff does find that the change in zoning is uh, compliant, generally compliant with uh, plan 2040. Um, it is an existing non residential use and uh, minimal impact on the adjacent residential property. Adequate buffers will be provided, and that the detailed district development plan meets the land development code. Part actions recommendation to Metro Council change zoning from or 1 to C2 and approve or deny the revised detailed district development plan with uh, Replacement of the old binding elements there was previously rezoned in 1987. Um, for the current office use on site.
5: Is that it? Okay, questions?
2: Steve Carlson. Is this in the Fern Creek small area plan area? Uh, no, I do not believe so.
4: Sure.
5: Is it? Was it? I was not aware
2: of that. And then part B of that question would be: Is I looked all over the staff report and I didn't see any mention of how this compares to the Fern Creek Small Area Plan, and shouldn't we have done that? Yes, the plan
11: has actually not been adopted. Oh, there you go. So uh, you know, we make sometimes reference to that plan, but it's actually not a plan. Plan that's been adopted by council, so it's not
2: not binding. It's not not binding. I mean, it's just guidance, but we don't have to. Yeah.
1: the The building actually predates the Fern Creek plan, also. And since they're not doing any changes, then we wouldn't really look at the 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 plan to see what recommendations. I I mean that that area through there was pretty much built out very similarly to what it was when the Fern Creek plan was adopted. So. I can't imagine Is there are any well unadopted. Uh, well, right, yeah, completed. It was completed. Yes, thank you.
6: Okay. Well, it kind of along the same lines, um, remind me, Fern Creek was what a two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, four.
11: I believe it was two
1: thousand four. Oh I mean, my! It, it would have been. Price. No, it was. It was uh, earlier than that because I I I worked on it on the private side before I started. A public career. Yeah. So that would have been like 99,
6: 2000 when we were working on that then, but yeah, then maybe it was,
11: 2000.
6: Yeah. So it never was adopted, uh either by, um, what would have been Jefferson County, uh, and, uh nor by Metro, because Metro didn't come into being until 2003. Um. But it does, you know, it does, it would have had some impact on this from the standpoint, if it had been adopted, then you could you could look at this from the lens of uh, what did the plans say relative to mm-hmm. recommended land uses and appearance matters and things like that. I, I mean, I, I can't remember what the, heck the plan had in it. But I, so. Anyway, okay, and seems like some that.
4: Some of those plans that were adopted prior to merger, prior to the conference plan 2040, some of those plans were intentionally carried forward by Metro Council and are still in effect as adopted, but this one was not.
6: Okay, thank you.
2: Just
4: thinking out
2: loud, this thing is listed, the Fern Creek plan is listed as a small area plan, along with other small area plans, and just to keep people from thinking that it is just as much effective as something else is, shouldn't that be moved to another area or has done something different We're just a-
1: Well, we, so if you go to the, uh, the advanced planning page, they've got a list of completed and adopted neighborhood plans and studies, uh, and you've got... Adopted neighborhood plans and studies that were incorporated and re kind of reincorporated into 2040. Uh, and then you have a list of ones that were not. And so, yeah, Fern Creek small area plan from 2001 uh, that is under the list that's, that's not legislatively adopted. So, when uh,
2: last night when I was looking through these things,
1: I you know, kind of rang a
2: bell as this might be in the Fern Creek plan. So, I, I Googled Fern Creek Area Plan, I it it came right up as that and I didn't end up looking at the advanced plan.
5: So I'm just trying to avoid deal with the situation
2: should something else come up down the road. All right, thank you.
6: But yeah, you know, just going to chief's point is that the only two pieces of opposition was, you know, where we're we chunking up the area by um, recommending approval of a car lot in an area that's mostly, I don't know, it's, you know, it's got some commercial activity, but uh it has a lot of offices. So anyway, it's neither here nor there at this point.
5: A binding it ain't binding.
0: Okay. If there are no other questions, I I will call on um, Chris Brown. I'm I'm assuming you're representing the applicant. Okay. Okay. Uh, name, address, and zip for the record, and then I'll swear you in.
12: Sounds good. Chris Brown, three thousand one Taylor Springs Drive, four zero two two zero.
0: Right in. Do you swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give to the planning commission is the truth? I do. Thank you. Please proceed.
12: Thank you. This is the 6604 Barstown road rezoning. Just as Jay had presented it. I'm here on behalf of TK real estate LLC and the owner Tom Canali is here as well. In, c- in case there are any questions, I think you have a speaker form for him as well. Yes. Next slide please. So similar to what Jay was showing, you can see in context that residential strip that's at the rear and the significant distance between us and any of the actual residential units. It's just an open space strip that goes to the rear of our property, and you can also see in context here between Setonville Road and this entire corridor all the way up north. And then most of the way down south towards the Jean Snyder, this is a mixed use uh, commercial corridor. It's all a mix of C1, C2, mix of various uses from fuel stations and restaurants, retail, office, pharmacy. It's a mix of all different types of commercial uses all through this Bardstown Road, Fern Creek corridor. Next slide, please.
5: timer's still going so
12: oh it's fine
11: um i'm gonna try to
12: maybe i can just use (laughs) JS. that works oh yep next slide pretty basic just giving some aerial uh context to it Next slide please, and then the.
5: <laughs> It'll get caught up here eventually.
12: This just gives uh, context along the street frontage showing that view from Barton road as you look into the property and the similar surroundings to it. Next slide, please. And then this is looking towards north from Bard Sound Road. So you can see other mixed use commercial uses as you go along the corridor. Next slide, please. And this is our development plan. We are not proposing, just as Jay had said, any new construction to the property. There'll be a dumpster fully screened per the land development code put into place. The landscaping being followed along the rear of the property. Any landscaping required from any previous plans on file will be put into place as well. ILA put at the front of the parking area, and then the VUA LBA located along Bartstown Road. So, there is actual landscape upgrades that will occur to the property overall from its current state. Next slide, please. And this is just an up close view given those same site elements. Shows the 13th parking spaces total. Eight will be displayed. The existing building stays in place. ILA to be provided and no new construction.
5: Next slide, please. Any questions?
12: And as I stated, the owners here as well, in case there are any questions for the owner. Right, and I have, right, and I have this form. Yes. Okay. Uh, not necessarily a question, but a follow-up
6: to LD&T. Everybody knows that this is for a car sales business, and it's not a repair business. It's not a place where, you know, cars are up on blocks and wheels are off them and Right. Inoperable. I mean.
12: Yeah, and there's a binding element within the staff report as well. That's proposed to enforce that. It's binding element number 8 regarding no inoperable vehicles. Sure. Yep. Oh, thank, thank you. You're welcome. It, uh, yes,
2: following up on that, is there any cleanup cars, you know, detailing the cars, getting them all ready up for sale or is that done elsewhere? believe that's done elsewhere.
12: Tom can speak to it. Okay. Okay. I
0: need to swear you in right in, please. Do you swear or affirm the testimony you about to give to the planning commission is the truth? I do. Thank you. Your name, address, and zip. Tom Cannelly,
2: 1414, 1414 North Wind Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207. Thank you. You may proceed. Thank you. Now I've got there's a lady that in order to have a dealer's license, she has to have an office and her work is done
12: online. She needs one car parked out, and everything she does will be out of the office. So there won't be anybody cleaning up cars.
2: Okay, thank you.
5: Any other questions,
0: concerns? Okay, I don't have any other forms for any speakers in support, uh, neutral or opposition. So, are there any questions or concerns, commissioners, before I close the public hearing? <laughs> Okay, apparently not. Thank you, Mr. Brown and Mr. Cannelly. Uh The public hearing is closed. We now, we now have before us only two actions no variances and no waivers. How about that? Those are the kind of cases I like. <laughs> okay, uh, before us is a change in zoning from OR1 office residential to C2 commercial. Uh, are there any? I mean, well, I'll put it this way. If there are concerns that need to be expressed, let us have them now. Otherwise, we're ready for a motion to approve or deny. How do y'all like me doing this? I move you along, don't
2: I? <laughs> Unless there's any concerns and uh, you know, I'm happy to make a motion please proceed for approval uh, in. Regarding case 23, zone 0113, I move that we recommend the local Metro Council change the zoning from OR1 to C2 commercial at 6604 Bardstown Road. And I'll base that on the staff report and the testimony that we've heard today and that we adopt the staff's analysis as the justification for that uh, change in rezoning.
0: Second. It's been properly moved and
2: seconded to uh, change
0: the zoning as stated. Any questions on the motion? Hearing none, roll call vote, please. Turn. Yes. Cheek.
1: Yes. Mims. Yes. Penix. Yes. Player. Yes. Sistron. Yes. Carlson. Yes. And Howard. Yes. Thank
0: you. Now the revised detailed district development plan with binding elements.
2: I move that for 23 Zone 0113, we approve the revised detailed district development plan to include the binding element actions shown on page 14 and 15 of the staff report, I will base that on the staff report and the testimony we heard today. Second.
0: Thank you. Uh, it's been properly moved and seconded to
2: approve the uh, revised
0: detailed plan binding elements as stated. Questions on the motion? Hearing none, roll call vote.
1: Claire? Yes. Phoenix? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cheek, yes, Kern, yes, Sistrunk, yes, Carlson, yes, and Howard, yes, thank
0: you. Everything has been approved as requested. Thank you. Uh, the only thing on the agenda now is adjournment. Is there anything the staff needs to let us know before we adjourn? Oh, I see head shaking. Yeah, since you're here
1: and since we got a little extra time, I did just want to go over so we, um, Metro Council changed their agenda. Software uh, back in spring, and so we have been holding out as long as possible. But uh, we are now to the point where we are having to use that as well, uh, and so um, you will notice uh, in the upcoming weeks changes to the uh, emails uh, and invites that we send you all. Uh, the old software that we use, you know, it was kind of handy because they would uh, the the case numbers had the link on, uh, it would take you to the case materials that you could look at. Uh, the new software doesn't do that. And so 1 of the things that we're going to be sending you all is a um, is it'll have a link to an HTML agenda. Uh, and so you'll uh, access the case materials that way. And I'm just gonna run through this real fast here. Um, or... all right. So, um. I'll send you the link. This is what the calendar page, if I can figure out. There we go. So this is what the calendar page looks like here. Um, So we'll send you a link, and then all the meetings will show up on this page. And if you you have any questions about upcoming meetings and things like that, then you can at least go to this page to to get to the calendar. And it shows all the meetings where we've. Uh, This is today's planning commission meeting right here. Uh, there's an option to click on either an html agenda or a, uh, a pdf version uh, so what we're going to be uh, kind of encourage everyone to do is click on the html version and so when you do that uh, it will uh, take you to the page it looks just like that and then um, when you hover over a case you can see here there's a couple different options that come up and so uh, i'm going to go down because actually there aren't any good attachments on that case but uh, if you go if you go uh, there's like a little square that comes up that says PDFs and has a little arrow uh, that's to, uh, to select the uh, PDF packets. Uh, now the last software program, I know like it would individualize every case. And so, like, if you wanted to look at one thing, you could just pull up that one. This one doesn't do that. It puts everything together in one packet. Uh, and so, um, we're, we are still figuring everything out, but, uh, what you'll be able to do, and then what we're going to have people do uh, going forward. Uh, is that whenever you open the packet, uh, it'll actually come up, the staff report will be 1st, then we're going to put the development plan and then everything else will be after that. And so, you know, the, the main items that, uh, are included, uh, will be, will be in that order. Like I said, this 1, isn't that way, because we literally figured out how to do this yesterday afternoon, uh, how to order the packets. Uh, but, uh, as you can see, it puts everything in 1 PDF to, to look at, uh, so, you know, it'll all be there in the, in the 1 document. Uh, and then, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we arrange things. So, again, staff reports first, then the plan and then everything else comes after that. Uh, so, um. You know, if you have any questions over the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, uh, please reach out to me and let me know. Like I said, we're, we're still figuring all this out. Uh, but, you know, hopefully we can make this as uh, as uh, smooth the transition as possible as we go from the old software to the new one. I just want to show everybody that and. Oh, really? How'd you do that? See, I was, <laughs> like I, said, I don't know. Yeah. I'll it that way. Oh, no, no. Oh, I wonder if this does it.
5: I think it's bad. Oh, that's the whole packet right there. Yeah. Okay. Like that did it
1: clicked on the case number. Oh, okay. See, I told you we're <laughs> yeah. Okay, nice. So you can okay. So then you can go in and then click on the case number in the HTML agenda, uh, and then do that. Oh no, don't credit me at all. Like, like I said, we're we're still trying to figure all this out too. And so uh, yeah, no, that's so that's handy. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, Patty. Yeah. So I'll I'll send out an email with just some instructions and, and maybe a couple like screenshots to show you where to click on to in order to get things. And so uh, that way, as we move forward and uh we'll, we'll all continue to learn together because like I said I mean, that's why, yeah, I, 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 right yeah yeah and that go yeah, so let's see yeah it'll download the staff report right for you all right cool all right so so we're getting there that's good because I, I really didn't like the one big packet as one so that's that's good that we do have the option to just look at the, the materials that's that we nice. want we'll it. well it it does it in the software but yeah the uh there's another hassle related to that, that I'm dealing with them with right now, but uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. Like, we're so we're, we're like in the process of like retraining all because we've got, uh, you know, 3 new MAs who have started in the last month. So we've got our management assistance now. And so, uh, this was, this looked like a good time to make that transition. And so, uh, you know, we've been working on trying to figure it out, and and we're writing up a big manual. It's it's up to, like, 24 pages so far uh, for the management assistance on how to generate the agendas. Uh, and then and then we'll do a little how-to for you all to be able to read the agendas and, and how to get the information also. We'll get that sent out in the next few weeks. That's all that I have. Yeah, Chief.
2: Uh, when you go through that, please also be sure to show us how... If we want to watch a video from a previous meeting, like we weren't some, point, some meeting and gets, case gets continued. So we can go back and look at that. Sure. As well as to look at minutes from. Previous thing.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So good question. So uh, on that main page, uh, and I don't have any minutes loaded up. Let me go back to art to down below. Cause I do have a couple here, I think. Playing with that. Yeah. So. Um, so what you can do if you go down below archive meetings you can select which meeting you want to look at uh, and then there will be a similar PDF link here for the minutes uh, that we will upload there and then the video link is just like over here on the side so like if you find your meeting and, and you click on that then it'll oh I, I stopped sharing so yeah you can't see anything that I'm talking about so let's go back. All right, so if you go, uh, if you go back to that main page with all the current upcoming meetings down below, all the archive meetings are down there. You can actually select which board you want to look at. Uh, And so you're like, hey, I know I want to look at an old planning commission meeting. So you check that. It'll bring up all of our archive meetings. Uh, And then like this, this would be the PDF for the minutes. It'll show up there when the minutes are available online. Uh, And then the blue box over here, that's, that's to access the video. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's. Pretty straightforward once you get to that main page. Um, I know people have been asking how to search for particular cases and stuff. Um, anytime you want to do a specific case search, you have to put it in quotation marks in order for it to, to, to be able to find it in the system. Uh, you know, that used to be like an old search requirement on the old things that they kind of got rid of. But, uh, but, uh, but in this one, you've got to put it between quotation marks in order to be able to find. You know 23 zone 0001 or whatever if you do that it'll pull it up and it'll show you what meaning it came to but it's a little more difficult to, to find individual items in this system that was the last one
2: you got to put the hyphens in there so it's
1: you like say 23-zone-010
2: yeah. dash dash right yeah you would yeah is that for Pending cases or old cases, new cases and so it, it would be
1: really in any case that's coming in that is coming up for review would be entered into this system. If you're looking up like new cases that haven't been given a public hearing yet, you would still have to go through Excel to find those because that's where like the the kind of the master uh, you know control is for all of the, of the cases. So all that's all that information is in Excel this is just the information that we're provided for public hearings that's that is going to be uh, attached to these and agendas. as a further
9: caveat the prime gov really only has the meetings since prime gov started right, so if yeah. you're looking for something that was like a year ago you won't find it here you've got to go back to the other granicus page
1: now, pull up now, those agendas they're
9: going to import it at some point they they say they, but they, i don't they, know when let
1: well, see they told us they were going to start that uh, and that's why we had to make the move, but then they have not started that trend, that that migration yet. So eventually, all old cases will be in here. Uh, but for the time being, yeah, you'll have to go to one or the other. And we're going to fix the links on our page. Uh, so until they get it migrated, if you have meetings that were basically in October back, uh, then you can click on the old link, and then anything moving forward, you can click on the new one.
2: That Excel is not the most friendly software there ever was. Or at least for a novice user
1: right it, it it takes some getting
5: used to that's for sure yeah, mhm oh, you
1: locked out okay i we can uh yeah well uh, yes we'll we'll call i t or or I'll give you the number to call in, and then they can they can reset the password stuff for you yeah, okay, yeah, you're into it.
0: I hope it works for him because I've never been back on my Louisville Lula dot Howard <laughs> Metro board thing me either. I just don't fool with it anymore. I just
3: Never ever. I've never, I haven't used it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't use it
0: because they never got back with yeah. me. They seem to know how to reach me. Yeah.
11: Hopefully everybody gets an email from, a, I get from the email from
0: with my check. personal, but Louisville dot Howard, whatever yeah. it is, it doesn't work.
11: Yeah. I mean,
3: Brian. Yes. going back to my question of you last week because the lights kind of dim and I'm old and I've got one contact in. Does this is this a way for me to look and see where cases as they go forward to metro council? Yes. To see how cases are decided.
1: Right, yeah, and because they've been using this system since uh, like April, March or April. So everything that that is that they have been hearing since then, they've been putting in this system. So yeah, if there's a case that you wanted to look up, you can do that through here, and and then that would allow you to look and see where it's at at Metro Council. You know, if there's an ordinance that's been signed and approved, that that'll be attached. And Laura, you got any?
9: You can search both full Metro Council and the Planning and Zoning Subcommittee. Both of them have searchable minutes agendas.
3: So it's still very difficult. Yes, it's really really difficult. If it's difficult for me, imagine how hard it is for just. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe a younger member of the public could find it in an instant. But so if I put quotation and a zoning case and a quotation at that top search bar, I would find the status of that. At all levels,
1: you could, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say that you would get an official status update in there because honestly, I don't know. I don't. Yeah.
5: So I put in 22 zone zero zero nine eight and got this Metro Council meeting
11: August 24th,
1: 2023. You can navigate on that part to see what they've done, yes. Yeah, by it? either
9: the
5: agenda or the minutes. So this is the agenda. And we're typically towards the end. Planning and zoning is usually old
9: business. Oh, so yeah, new business is the last item. And then just before that is
5: old business. So if you're in the assigned, it's new business. So we need to go up a couple of pages. And there's the zoning cases on
9: old business. But the minutes would tell you what happened.
5: Yeah.
0: So, how do you look at the videos from these, you know, if you miss a meeting and you got to go and watch the video? How do you do that?
1: Go back to that main 1 there. How do you do that?
5: Do you want to show the minutes 1st, just to follow up close the loop on
1: this 1? Yeah.
5: Actions. Yeah, that's the consent agenda Okay. and then they'll have old business.
0: Oh, you got a good eyes.
9: Well, I just I go to these meetings. Yeah, so it's, it's it's consent then they do special legislation if there is any and then they start with old business.
5: And most of the time planning and zoning is towards the end of old business. So, here's 1 of those zoning cases and so that little
0: here's
9: thing that just popped up there that will
0: so get just to the videos and things. Um, that'll just be the minutes just be the minutes. Okay. Yeah. But okay. it'll say, you know,
9: here's the motion and here's the action and here's the vote. So okay. that's so where the minute video
1: it. go back to that. 1st, uh, I don't have to get back to it either. <laughs> There's no back there. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Thank you. Uh, there
0: we go. Yeah. And then, yeah. So the, I'm the, the older, older no, person. So I won't be learning much.
11: <laughs> are you talking about the Metro council? I'm video? Or are you talking about sometimes. The planning commission video. I think we were talking about the planning commission yeah. video
9: in case there was a case that was continued. Yeah. And right. I wanted a lot of that, that yeah. the
8: information. Yes.
11: Right. Indeed. So Anyway. Yeah. So you can get to the video on this page. Um,
8: that yeah there's you like the little team on page. the first page, the yeah.
11: current
0: stuff, okay, yeah, righty, I got gotcha. you,
11: and it's all the way to the right, and we'll make sure to get this information
9: to you,
0: yeah, you're gonna have to put everything in black and white for me,
9: <laughs> and usually, when there's a case, they try to what put about, what, like that, the time at which the case starts, so you can kind of fast forward,
5: drag it, and get to the right spot, uh-huh. You got that? Yeah. You heard it.
1: right? Zoom meeting, yes. Commissioner Carlson. And do a train for like a training purposes for this. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah.
5: Right.
3: Doesn't have to be mandatory, but it might be more effective.
1: Yeah, we can, we can, we can arrange for something like that. Yeah. Shouldn't be a problem. Yes, Commissioner
3: Carlson.
2: Wasn't there once upon a time ago, a a source of contention about. Board commission officials using personal email for government business and they really suggested that. That be avoided to the extent possible.
0: I hope not because Louisville.metro Louisville.howard at Metro, whatever doesn't work for me. So the Metro
9: Board's email address was meant to make it easier for you to segregate your planning commission business in one spot right. so that if there is an open records request, they can search it and it's pretty easy. You know, if you do govern if you do government business on your personal phone or your personal computer, those emails still can get Searched or pulled, you know, provided doesn't mean you hand over your phone. It doesn't mean all the other emails become magically subject to it, but you can't say, well, I don't have anything because I put it on my personal phone and personal computer instead of a work computer. But I mean, most of these are originating from us to you. So we have the other side of it. You know, so we have a copy of the email from the sending section.
7: So if, if we do not respond, if we are receiving emails and we're not responding to emails really works, well, there's nothing re- on our phones. Well, and I mean, Personal I think there
9: email. are some responses in the sense that they'll say, you know, are you, gonna or, um, are you able to, but, but at the same time, similarly then we have it on our end you know staff has sent it to you so we have that email and then if you write back to staff we have that email on this end so we don't really have a reason to go to your account but i would try to limit it to just write that
11: that's right so if you want your metro board email to come back up you'll need to dial 574-4444 and let them know that you're a Metro board member and that your password has expired, and it's a whole deal to get taken care
0: of. I don't want to go through that anymore.
11: Yeah, I'm just saying it's a whole deal. Like I think Chief can attest to that. It was a deal.
2: Yeah, Julius said a lot of bad words when she tried to get mine fixed. I did. I just th-
3: surveyed this side of the table, and we don't use it.
0: Oh, neither. They put me through the ringer.
3: Should you choose to there's a number you can call
5: (laughs) all right yeah but the goal is to make sure that there's a way for if there was an open records request we could
9: get the emails and not hide them but since these are always coming to or from staff it's that's the main thing so i would i would
0: minimize your use but if
7: you just let
0: somebody make a motion to adjourn before everybody leaves i move we adjourn we are adjourned thank you for such a wonderful meeting